Welcome. Man, this is such a relief. <laughs> I'm not hosting anything. I know. I know I am. I, you know, I'm hosting the first of our uh, Thursday 10. The Thursday 10. Sounds fancy. Yeah. It does sound fancy. Now, what was fancier was that I'd set up a stopwatch and I've now lost that. <laughs> like I was really official about it. Hang on. Okay. Okay. We're good. We're good. Stopwatch awesome. has been set up. I mean, it's 35 seconds behind, but no one's going to be that finicky. It, it's, it's a, I'm, I'm a little nervous because I'm like, 10 minutes, how on earth only talk for 10 minutes? I, I Yeah, I, I, I feel like 10 minutes of talking is good if you have like one topic. But okay. we plan. We're not. That's the I know that's kind of the beauty of of what it is that we do. We should probably start talking about something though. Well, we could, but I mean, we're only a minute and four in, so we're okay. We still got another, you know, eight okay. minutes and fifty six seconds. Yeah, let me. Um, I'm gonna relax here. Okay. All right, I'm good. I should be able to do this <laughs> format. Let's roll. Okay, so I did send you the picture of me with my Miss Piggy that I got from Neil. Yes. Yes, and Neil and, um, is. Should we just talk about Neil for ten minutes? We totally could. Have I ever told you about how I became friends with Neil? No, let's let's hear that. Okay, so Neil was originally an Instagram friend. Um, I, I don't even remember what it was. I somehow came across his stories. And so Neil is obsessed with figurines. He's a collector. He's an eBayer. And um, he was doing stories at um, like a trash and treasure kind of market. But I just thought he had a really cool voice. And I sent him a message just saying, you know, you have the coolest voice. And he fobbed me off. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I, I kind of had to chase the friendship with him a little bit. And um, eventually he caught on to the awesomeness that is rage. And uh, when I was in the UK, he caught a train for three hours to come and hang out with me for the day. So we had just this great day walking around Chester in North England together and um, he'd never been there and I um, was staying not far from there. So it felt really nice to be able to uh, show the Englishman around his own country. So um, yeah. And so Neil is one of my inner circle. He's one of my nearest and dearest and he is, he knows a lot of my secrets and he is um, actually one of those people that when you talk to them about your problems, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm a, what do you need? Do you need, do you need me to invest? Do you need me to kick your ass a little bit? Do, what do you need me to do? Whereas Neil will just straight out give you advice and what he thinks is a good idea or have you tried this? And, and I like that. He's very direct like that. So yes, that is the story of Rachel and Neil. So can we give him a formal shout out? Does, does he like having people follow him? Is he more of a private person? Um, no, he, he, as far as I know, likes having people follow him. And he actually asked if he can be on my podcast tomorrow. So that's two out of this week's three. There we go. Um, so Neil, if you would like to follow him on, uh, Instagram, uh, is Marge, uh, Marvel Legends UK. Uh, so that is his handle and it is mostly figurines. Um, and some really cool stuff he's very good for the trip down nostalgia way and he is also very thoughtful um he's one of those people so just before christmas i got a christmas eve actually i got a package and it was uh stitch from lilo and stitch because he knows how much i love disney and how much i love stitch lilo and stitch in particular and um and it was a christmas one to go with all my christmas decorations because i'm a bit christmas nuts so um very thoughtful human being and um, just very, very, um, I just like his directness. He's, he's very, he says what he, he says what he feels and he feels what he says. I think yeah. that's the best way to, uh, that really is the best way to communicate in life. Like, I, I mean, for guys. Um, I think so too. It, I mean, as, as a woman, I'm very diplomatic. So I'm very, oh, what if they're going to take offense at what I've said? Oh my gosh, did I just hurt their feelings? Oh wow. What if I did hurt their feelings? I hope I didn't hurt their feelings. Do you think I hurt their feelings? Oh, my I, God, I, go home I literally, I, I said to somebody last night, uh, I, I, I'd asked them, I, I said, 
what do you mean? And I got this response back of like trying to figure out all these undertones. I said, no, you, this, this is how I under, like, if I'm asking you, what do you mean? I literally want to know what did you mean by your last statement? So <laughs> I, I mean, like, it, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, you're um, very direct. I liked you the yes. other night going, are you okay? Because that was shorter than usual. And I'm just like, yeah, I just had to cough really bad. Yeah. You know what? It, and I just, I think it's cool that we're, we are definitely, it's funny because you literally talk to somebody on and off for a year and then you talk to them on a weekly basis for hours. And then you're like, you know what? I I think we're we're far enough along where I can ask this question and be totally okay with whatever the answer was and i absolutely yes. was so well if ever i'm gonna cut it short and i haven't told you beforehand that i've got somewhere to go you can pretty much guarantee it's almost always going to be a bathroom break cool. <laughs> we can we can always do that you can just be like hey people gotta go and then we'll just be like, hey we'll talk to you next week yeah it's pee time <laughs> that's right and it's just funny what a short episode for us is like an hour and a half yeah yeah, exactly. I time it. I um because I'm trying to get better at driving, so uh, I will listen to it in the car when I'm driving. Um, and it's funny. It's like, oh, this week I was like, oh, that didn't get me home. <laughs> I was like, I didn't think it was short until until I was like, oh, you know, I'm still ten minutes from home. It was short. Well, and and see, because I I very rarely will listen to something back. Like I will, I can recall our conversation. I mean, because you and I like we we go pretty in depth. But mm. anytime I talk, because you know, I want to get people to start their own podcast. They're like, well, I just I hate the sound of my voice. I'm like, well, I don't listen to anything I put out either. I mean, I'm not like if I hear something where I'm I'm talking, I'm not like, oh my god, I don't shriek. I kind of used to cringe a little bit. Yeah, I, th- I think you've got a decent voice, Daryl. Thank you. I appreciate it. So do you, Rachel. And apparently so does Neil. Maybe maybe the three of us should do a podcast where we just, you know, read bedtime stories. It feels like the beginning of a joke. An Aussie, a Brit, and a Yankee all walk into a uh, bar. I'm the Yankee. Um, well, you, okay, you, have, you have to be. It's like it's just yeah. as politically incorrect as me being an Aussie or him being a Brit. So Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but, um. This is kind of fun. Yeah. I was nervous. I was actually more nervous that I wouldn't know how to do it. Now I'm good. Yeah, so you totally. It, and what was funny, because like I was going to, I was going to ask you because I woke up or I was like, do you want to go? I was going to ask if you were ready. And then you were like, so how do I do this? I'm like, all right, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and do this now. Yeah, um, I was like, he's, he's up. Let's do it first. Right. Out of it. That's right. And then apparently <laughs> I had to, you know, my, my dog, it was, I set my phone down. I'm getting ready to do this. And she pretty much bull rushes me i'm like oh so you want to go outside so had to uh had to do that first but so yeah i'm 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 excited to see because neil's account is set to private so he's he's a mysterious man but uh looks like he's also done a tough mutter so oh he has yes he has I, i forget about that he's actually a very good cyclist as well isn't it funny when you become friends with somebody and you know like so many different aspects of them that you actually literally forget certain aspects of their personality? <laughs> right. You'll be like, "Oh yeah, they do that." They'll be yeah. like, "That's awesome." Oh yeah, it's just one of the things they do because you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and it's um, it's like when people talk about what somebody does for a living, and and you've actually known the person for thirty years, and you realize you don't really care. <laughs> like you, you, you care that they like what they do for a living, but it's like, oh, they did. That's really impressive. And you're thinking, yeah, but like they can eat 17 marshmallows without vomiting. That's also Seriously. really. <laughs> I mean, like there, there's a whole, the, there's, there's the whole surface level stuff, like, hey, what you do for a living. And then there's the stuff that really matters. Like I had, you know, having a collection of Muppet babies. From the yes. Movie. Which, which he added to. So now I have two Miss Piggies. But I actually think I have two Kermits as well. So that works out well. It's like each Miss Piggy has a Kermit as well. Yes, that's that's good. That is good because you can't have, I mean, because the whole dynamic between Kermit and Piggy was kind of what, what kept the show going. I mean, it was, Ross, oh, absolutely. it was Ross and Rachel before Ross and Rachel. Oh, that's it. I mean, it was, you know, it, it was sexual tension central. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, no. maybe, maybe in the maybe in the movies and in, in the Muppet Babies, I did not get that vibe. You have four seconds to make your point. <laughs> I guess my point's not going to get made. No, it's not. But no. we just did our first Thursday ten. There we go. I feel like there's. I feel like we could have like another at least hour and a half. But I, I oh, guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll keep it to ten minutes. But but look, like you're you're really comfortable with this now. You're you're a podcast host. I am, I am, and you created it. And I think we'll we'll go by the stopwatch. So we've got another few seconds. See, here's like... here's the here's the first thing. Like here's what I would call like the first lesson. Yeah, we kind of sort of said ten minutes, but you know what? We're we're just talking. Like, you know, <laughs> not gonna, we're not going to be. Well, you know, time's up. Make actually no. You just did that. You're like you got four seconds. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Good lord. The first. Sometimes you and I talk for, for like hours, each of Darryl, each of us. Each of us could talk for ten minutes without taking a breath. I know we've That's done true. it before. Yeah. I mean, we're now on Thursday 11, so. <laughs> <laughs> We're really going to call this Thursday whatever we decide to give you. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's funny. But, you know, I, I do like that we came up with a title and, and you came up with a format and you've got guests. And, like, it, it's funny because um, I'll talk to... I'll talk to, to businesses that are like, oh, we're thinking about starting a podcast. And literally what we decided to do in the span of like two days, they won't get to for another year and a half. So oh, we're that's... on the ball, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for, uh, you know, this is my cheesy Miss America moment, considering I'm actually Australian. And um, thank you for believing that I could do this, Daryl. Oh, totally. No, you, ever since we started talking, I mean, and, and there, and there was, there was the one episode where it actually did turn into more like an interview where I'm like, there's so much just kind of like to what we were talking about a couple minutes ago. Like there's so much depth to Rachel, like she could do her own podcast, carry it on her own. And there would be so much to talk about. Oh, I, I, I'm just, I'm glad to see you actually doing it. I, I think I'll get there. I think the comfort level is, is getting there. It's um, it's funny. I, I remember at uni we were playing that game, uh, Warm Fuzzies. Did you ever play Warm Fuzzies? Um, no, I'll need you to explain what this game is. Okay, okay. so Warm, warm Fuzzies, I guess it's kind of like Snaps, you know, um, where, where you put somebody's name at the top of the sheet and you write something nice about them and then you fold it over and the next person around the room writes something nice about them and fold, folds it over. And the idea is that when you're having a really bad day, you open up this piece of paper and you read all these nice things that people think about you. And the interesting thing is that you can always tell the people that really know you as opposed to the people that don't, because the people that don't really know you are like, she has nice hair or she's got a nice smile. And, and the people that really know you write more profound things or, or more things about who you are rather than what you look like. And I had a professor at uni who wrote, she's such a deep thinker, but nobody would ever think it. And, and it's the best compliment I've ever gotten because it's so true. I think about everything multidimensionally. Um, I, it's, the way that my brain is formatted. So when somebody's telling me about something that they're going to do, so if I'm talking to somebody for work, they tell me something they're going to do, I automatically will action it in my head as consequence to the person that I'm talking to, consequence to the person, to the people around them, whether or not it's going to benefit them. And it's almost like my mind has filing cabinets. And, and yeah, and so I am a very uh, multidimensional thinker. And it makes things interesting, but um, we're we're now at Thursday fourteen. <laughs> well, but so uh, the, the the couple points. One, people are going to be excited that they're getting an extra. Like there are people that really, really just like to hear you and I have a conversation. So regardless of this is ten minutes, thirty minutes, forty seven minutes, whatever. That's you know, true. Like they're not going to turn it off and be like these assholes said they were only going to talk for ten minutes. Now they're, just, <laughs> they're blabbing. Um, but I, I would, and and this is the more important of the two points. Um, 
I, yeah, I, I mean, I can see, I, I would just describe the way that you are both as, as a thinker and a communicator is you're just very layered. Uh, I know there's a lot of times where we will talk about things and it ends up going into a depth that I, I really wasn't thinking, but the way that you also communicate it, it's deeper, but it's understandable. Like, I don't think people get lost in your thoughts when you're trying to explain them. And I think that's, um, that's that's helpful and that that's also very that that also i mean people can be engaged with that because you're taking them to a different level of thinking but you're explaining it in a very clear way so yeah i mean that's that's i I think that's a major compliment and that's just kind of what i've also noticed from you know talking to you that's that's why we can talk for an hour and a half every week and you know and still what it's okay yeah we were going to put a friends. time limit on a show. Who are we? <laughs> well, we Lord. did put a time limit on the show. I do yeah, find it funny we that over. I haven't pressed the stopwatch yet. So I'm just still watching these numbers. Well, but what's up. funny, like, because you well, and you can see the time of the episode on the app, too. I mean, well, yeah, that's it. Because that's actually 33 seconds faster than this stopwatch. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, and, and yeah, I, I think the time, the only reason, the only reason that Gary and I, I think, stick to the time limit is because. Because your boys. He, well, because he <laughs> actually has to head into, uh, he has to head into work after we do that episode. So it's either he's late for work or we keep going. I, I, I It's funny because once you get into to doing these, these types of podcasts, you will find people that like you literally. Uh, the the phone battery will die before the conversation. Well, in a lot of cases, so um, and then for anybody that rolled their eyes at that, you can just turn off and stop listening whenever you want. We're going to continue talking. Yay! So. <laughs> I did make our dear friend Gary uh, laugh last night. Actually, really? Yes, he had a thing up in his story saying, "What's your story? Want to share it on a podcast?" So I sent him a message that said. I'm just a small town girl living in a lonely world. I took the midnight train going anywhere. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's so well played. <laughs> so I, I have to tell you something that is like, is, is super, super cool. I had, uh, I did a podcast yesterday with Cassandra. Did you, did you hear this by chance? Like it just came out. I have not heard the pod- podcast, but I did see the post that you have done it. So it's in yes. my, uh, it's in my so, life to listen to. I, I will tell you this, and, and this is going to be super fascinating. She was talking about somebody that, you know, she's like, I've been thinking about starting this podcast with someone that lived in Australia. I'm like, you totally should do it. You get up early You know what? In the I know who she's talking about, I bet. Okay. Because there's this Australian, wait, wait, is the person that she was thinking of starting a podcast with also on Instagram? I that I'm not a hundred percent sure on okay, because there's this awesome woman that I follow from Australia who I we first bonded because she also has pugs and she um has a starting weight quite high like me and um and she put up a thing in her stories yesterday I think saying I'm thinking of starting a podcast with somebody and I was like oh wonder if it's that i wonder if it's them so now now see you're uh, this is what i'm a little concerned about you you get these american tendencies rubbing off on you and it's like just because one person in us in, is in australia and they're thinking of starting a podcast doesn't mean it's that specific person that's a very american assumption to make rachel it is hang on <laughs> now checking to see if they follow each other oh doing the research what is what is a Cassandra that you? Uh... Cassandra's is. It's it's kind of a Star Warsy type handle. That's why I liked it. It is. I think it's. Make sure there's no dashes in this. It is Fat Girl Strikes Back. Bonus points for anyone that knows the Star Wars thing I reference I'm at least making. Because, you know, it's not subtle at all. Oh, maybe it's not. Maybe I did just... Um... <gasps> maybe I did just... Like, Americanize it. You did. 
damn it. Oh, I got so excited. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> here's the deal. So the the person that's starting the podcast, okay, so yes. we we want to give we want to give Cassandra a formal shout out. So she is yes. at Fat Girl Strikes Back on Instagram. Now, the person in the in the Aussie community that is thinking about starting a podcast, who is that? Oh, hang on. I just have to go back into my other device. <laughs> okay, so that's Wait a minute. Steph, Wait a minute. That's... You you have two phones too. No, I have an iPad and an iPhone. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> that one's for you. Like that's for you, Willie Gillis. I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so that would be Stephanie Payne, uh, who goes by Moving Forward, Looking Forward. Moving Forward, Looking Forward. Yes. So Stephanie's starting weight, uh, like me, she's a member of the 500-pound-plus club and um, lost a massive 196 pounds. That's awesome. Yes. She is awesome. I very much like her and her pugs. And she totally, like, she should be on your podcast, too. Well, yeah. I mean, especially, like, since she's, especially since she, oh, my gosh. And she's. She's a member of my club. How has she not been on, has she been on Gary's podcast? I'm not sure. Maybe that's who she was talking to. Oh, I wonder if she follows him. (laughs) She does. Look at me being American again. You are. (laughs) I love this. I'm not even the most obnoxious American on this podcast. Yay! Oh, she does follow him. (laughs) Maybe that's who she was going to podcast with. We shall find out. I should totally undercut him. (laughs) My gosh. (laughs) Hey, should I ask Gary to be on my podcast? (laughs) Yeah, that should totally, you should totally do that. I didn't even think that should absolutely be mine. She makes me smile, Stephanie. She's just got one of those faces that makes me smile. And also because she's like, I just, I get that people are unhappy with how they look before they lose weight. Yeah. But it took me three years to get to where most of them started. And I'm quite happy where I am. Mostly because 90% of the time, this body is curvilicious. And the other 10% of the time, I'm putting down to PMS. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I like it when people don't hate on their former selves. And there's actually a woman in the Australian community that's very good at this. Her name is Eva. So Eva Evolving. Um, I'm not actually sure. She, she was taking an Insta break for a little while. So I'm not sure if she's back yet. But what I love about Eva is that Eva was all kinds of hot when she was a size 26 and she's all kinds of hot at a size 12. And um and she knows it. She owns it. She's just fabulous. I just I just and and you know what? I just want people to understand that that no matter what your size is or how you look, like being your hotness is determined by how you carry yourself. Absolutely. And like, oh my gosh, it's like oh just just Put own who you are and put yourself out there if that's what you're wanting to be. Like if you're hoping that losing weight is going to make you more confident and make you feel more vibrant, there's a shortcut to that. Just start putting that out there because the whole, oh my gosh, the whole like, I I don't even know if, if, if people really want to actually look the way that cover models look now, like I, I, I don't know if that's still what the desired look is, but look, there's there's all types. If of Ashley Graham was the cover model, I wouldn't I wouldn't complain about that. Isn't she? <laughs> she's gorgeous. Yeah, I, I mean, is she gorgeous. the? Um, but like, is she kind of this? Is she the standard but they, now? They, they view her as they view her as plus size. I quite like it when the plus size models turn around and go, "Where is size fourteen? How is that plus size?" Who, but who is okay? So <laughs> I, I guess my 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 question is like, who is the that? Who's determining this? Them. 
Oh my god! You know, this, is, this this episode should be titled "Rachel is American." That's what this should be titled. Um, okay, so like, are we talking the people at Cosmo Magazine? Is Cosmo Magazine still a thing? I mean, I I don't know. I I just I feel like when we were when we were probably even younger than teenagers, like it was all about Kate Moss. First Kate Moss reference on the podcast. Okay, so well, that's true. First Kate Moss reference. Yes. But I think that you'll look at it and and you realize that Kate Moss was sort of the late nineties. Yes, because your early nineties supermodels were were a decent sized ten woman. Naomi Campbell, Cindy Crawford, Elle McPherson. These women were curvy and feminine, slim, but they had shape. Kate Moss was sort of a throwback to wayfish times. You know, heroin chic is what they called it. Yeah. Um, and so she was later in the 90s. But, you know, um, I still remember that George Michael film clip where he had all the supermodels. And the supermodels were Tyra Banks and Naomi Campbell and Cindy Crawford and uh, Linda Evangelista and Helena Christensen, all these women that had shape. And curve and yeah, and a natural curve. Like they, they weren't out there going, look at me and my booty, but they were, they, they had shape to them. Um, and, and, you know, I think, I think at the end of the day, cause I have a, I have a friend who is very, uh, she's naturally very Kate Moss in her body type mm-hmm. and no matter what she does, that's her body type and she cops it just as much as I do. People are just as judgy of her as they are of me. And, um, and, and she sort of said, it's, it's kind of like no one defends you when you're too skinny though. <laughs> she's like, she's like, people will jump and say, Hey, you can't say that to a bigger girl. She's like, but nobody turns around and tells people to stop calling me anorexic. And I'm like, well, that's true. And, and I've known this girl for nine years. She's had the same body for nine years. She had a baby and she got that body back. And and I think that it's, I, I think it, it really doesn't even have to be about being thin. It just needs to be about being you and being the shape and the size where you feel your best. Because I know, I know women that have lost a lot of weight, have had the major weight loss journey, whether it's through surgery or naturally have gotten down to a size 10 and gone, oh, actually, I don't really suit this. I don't really like this. You know what? I'm going to put a little bit back on. And they sort of found their sweet spot, uh, you know, at like maybe a 14 or a 16. And I, and I think that's, that's what it's about. It's about finding your healthiest self and your happiest self and how you're happy with, your, with how you look, but knowing that how you feel about the outside really has so much to do with how you feel on the inside. So I think if we could actually just wrap this particular, that, that statement that you just made, put a nice little bow on the package and say to anybody in the weight loss community, if you start just, you know, exercising, like if you're, if you're completely sedentary right now and you don't feel like you have the energy to be able to go and do, you know, things in your day, just start where you can, but realize that if you do what you can, your body is going to take care of itself. And, you know, that's why when, when people are trying to like, they'll have their celebrity body inspiration, like that's a very dangerous thing because, you know, yes, there's the whole thing of, you know, is this Photoshop, is this edited, you know, and, and all that, but it's like, our bodies are different. And, you know, if you do the things that you feel you need to do to be healthier, I know there's some people out there that are like, um, you know, Ellie and a friend of mine is like, well, all this stuff, you know, losing weight, um, you know, that not everybody wants to lose weight or people shouldn't lose weight in some cases. I'm like, that's fine. But I mean, most people that, that we come into contact with, like in the weight loss community, they're wanting to lose weight. So for anybody that's wanting to lose weight, I think the most important thing is that they, um, that they just, they, they start 
doing things that make them feel better and realize that how your body looks, it, it really is going to take care of itself. And however it ends up look, whatever it ends up looking like, I mean, that's fine. Like our bodies are different. Just the way it is. I, I feel like what you just said was very TLC. You know, if you can't look inside you, find out who am I to. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm seeing unpretty. I know. I know you are. <laughs> and you know what? It's amazing that I picked up on that because I still have George Michael too funky playing in my head right now. <laughs> Guess what's going to be playing on my Spotify when I'm working oh, out yeah. this morning? You're welcome. That's You're right. Welcome. Look, I think that it's natural for us to look at celebrities and think that you want what they have because it's this, you know, it's the whole grass is always greener, right? Right. I mean, you know, sometimes the grass is greener because they're smoking it. And, um, I, I, I look, and I remember doing it, particularly when I was a teenager and I remember being 19 and the first Lord of the Rings film had just come out and I was at a party and I was saying to this girl, I would give anything to look like Liv Tyler. And she just looked at me and she went, why don't you just want to give everything to look like you? And I went, because I don't look like Liv Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think as a grown woman, particularly when I was having uh, weight loss surgery and I was sort of looking at looking at my body and I was always very aware of the fact that I wanted to still, I like my body, I call it squish. I like my body with a bit of squish and I'm good with that. I like being squishy. It makes me feel feminine and it makes me feel, I, I like having the kind of body that people can comfortably cuddle, you know, pillowy. And um, and that's okay. That's that's what I like. You know, everybody likes something different. And so when I was looking at celebrities that were, you know, when I was looking at body types, I was sort of looking at celebrities that had similar body types to me that were sort of squishy, not necessarily big, but squishy. And and so, yeah, I mean, I did look at women like Nigella Lawson and think, <laughs> yeah, goals. But I think part of that is because I just feel like she would just feed me delicious food. It wasn't necessarily that I wanted to be her or look like her. I just, I think I kind of wanted to just be with her, mostly because I, I have a food problem and she's a cook. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think... I think realistically, we think that if we get to a size, everything else is going to go away. And it doesn't. It doesn't. Life keeps going. It's like, you know, if I just get this job, if I just pay this bill, if I just finish this course, you know, if I just, if I just, if I just, if I just, but in the meantime, you're missing everything else because you're waiting. You're waiting. Stop waiting. Just get out there and live it. I still think, and I, I say this all the time, but <clears throat> anyone listening, you are going to look back at these these years, like 2017, 18, and 19, and you're going to say, if you're within the, the weight loss community on Instagram or you're using this type of technology to start a podcast or to, just to communicate with people, you have an, right now you are making what could be lifelong friendships um i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that i feel rachel and i are going to be friends for a very long time i feel uh, like that's very true yes and you know there there's a number of people she she mentioned how she got connected with neil i'm excited because hopefully he's going to accept my friend request and i'm going to be friends with neil um, he totally will. he thinks you're really nice now well, and, and we can talk about like action figures from our childhood. I'm I'm super excited about this actually. Oh, he's gonna be super psyched because when he talks to me about that stuff, I have no <laughs> idea what he's talking about, but I, I just play polite. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's gonna be, but like uh, you know what we do is we just we find common interest, and you never know where it's gonna take you. I mean, you know, you and I were talking about Star Wars. Gary and I were talking about Nintendo and '80s wrestling. And then Gary got me in a secret Santa thing and sent me a, a Star Wars Monopoly, which was just like the coolest thing. And I mean, it's just, you know, you're, you're making, you're making real friendships. And, you know, I had posted something yesterday on Facebook and here, um, you know, we were in a, uh, I, I was at a, 
I was at a networking thing yesterday and mm-hmm. um, I'd alluded to you that there was something tragic that happened to somebody in that group last week. And somebody tried to go with the um, kind of the headline rhetoric of blaming the comparison trap and social media and being on our phones too much as, as the cause of it. Because I mean, that, that seems to be the easy thing that people want to go to now, which is, you know, this is what's different in 2019 that we didn't have in like 1989 or 1999. And if you look back at history, people always want to blame the new thing as like the downfall. I mean, you know, rock, rock and roll music in the fifties was going to corrupt everybody. Um, It did corrupt everybody. (laughs) No, it didn't. Look at the hairstyles. No, it didn't. I'm teasing. Jeez. Um, You know, but then it was TV and then it was cable TV and then it was, you know, video games. And like, it's just, really what social media is, is the evolution of communication. And that's what these phones are. Um, But the phones are a tool. I mean, all the stuff of the comparison trap and people feeling awful about themselves and, and people feeling like they're not measuring up and people feeling like they only have surface level connections. That's all true. But I think one thing that you and I really reinforce is you can make true, meaningful friendships. Um, you know, through these platforms, it, it really is. I mean, your phone is a tool. You can, you can do with it what you want. Or, you know, in my case for Willie, the phones that I have, the multiple phones that I have. But, um, but yeah, I just, I, 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 whenever that kind of statement is made, I feel like, okay, that's going to be, that's going to be what most people think. And then they're going to, again, they're going to look back in this in years in the, they're going to look back on this in the future and just be like, I had such an opportunity to actually connect with people and I didn't take that chance or I was, I was busy focusing on all the negative and I didn't really embrace what's, what's good about this stuff. Mm. I would agree. But that's also because I left, I left my phone. I'm in a relationship with it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it really depends on what the lens is you're looking through this stuff. I mean, like when we go out, if we're going to dinner with my parents or when my in-laws came to visit, you know, it's the whole thing of you sit around the table and, and you have the face-to-face discussion. And, you know, I, I think the younger the generation is, it's it's just becoming more acceptable that people are on their devices. And, I mean, yeah. if they're on their devices, I, I understand that if they're sitting right in front of you, that, you know, you feel like it, it's a slap in the face. But I mean, you know, what people did before, if they had nothing to talk about, was they just sat there, they would just sit there and stare at each other. That's not good. Do you know, I actually use my phone now uh, to look up random questions that are good for promoting conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so it comes in, comes in handy. Because you have these great conversations, but the truth is, I think that we all work longer and harder now than we ever did before. And we're not as switched off because of these devices that we love. But I think that sometimes it's really difficult to think of a conversation that isn't just, oh, yeah, no, I'm fine. And because we do share a lot of our lives online. Yeah. It's not like when you're sitting around a table 20 years ago where you would just get out the, you know, the recently developed developed photos um, and show people what your children or your grandchildren or, or your you know friend's wedding was like. You know, these people have already seen your photos. They saw them yesterday when you uploaded them. That's right. They swiped through them with no dignity. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give them the reverence they deserved. But, yeah, and so I think... I, I think it's, I think the art of conversation needs to adapt because we are now different now too. Well, and I think you make a really good point because now having these devices and being connected, yes, you actually have much more context for somebody's life than you would otherwise. And I feel like you definitely should still have the, the skill set to have an actual conversation. Um, I think at first, if, if you have somebody, if, like if you have a, a teenager that's grown up on the devices, yes, there's going to be some awkwardness in transitioning into actual face-to-face conversation. But that, like anything else, it's just like when somebody starts a podcast, at first they're kind of feeling, 
very anxious and very nervous and they might be pretty tense and then they relax and they just are able to do it. And I think it, it would work in the reverse as well. But I think you're right. You, you have much more of an idea of somebody's actual situation and then you can actually turn that into a conversation. So I know when, I mean, when I've met people off of Instagram, just like when you met Neil, it wasn't like you didn't have anything to talk about face to face. No. You know, it, it's just, I, I think what you have to look at is, is that these devices again, are just the, the evolution of communication. And, you know, you mentioned the whole thing about us working longer. Um, the one thing that I did when, when we were, we each got up and kind of said something about all this yesterday in the group. And I wanted to make a point um, because the, you know, depression and suicide were the topics. And I wanted to make a point because this is a room of small business owners and there's, there's a handful in there at least that are part of the 40 and under crowd. And there's a, um, there, there's this, it's this perverse attitude towards you have to be like, if you're going to be doing your own thing business wise, like you've always got to be hustling and hustle, 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 hustle. And, and, you know, some people think that they've got to be on 24 seven and, you know, that's a lot and that's a lot to take on. And, and what you figure out is that, you know, you, you can't do that. It is the cliche of you've got to take care of yourself first. And it mm. was, so I made a statement of like, look, you, you can't, yeah, that's the thing that needs to be addressed, that you have to be able to figure out as an individual, how much time you, how much downtime you need to rest, recover, you know, and, and handle your situations away from your phone, because yes, you could be connected to it every day. And, you know, the other thing is, and this is just kind of the naturals in business is you're going to be at the highest of highs and the lowest of lows within a 24 hour period. I mean, almost constantly. And most people, I don't think can actually stomach that. And that's not a bad thing. So if you're going out there, but if you are going out there and trying to do that, you have to realize that the race that you're running is different than the race that anybody else is running. And you need to make sure that, you know, you take the time you need to recover. So somebody might be on their phone five hours of the day working. Some people might be eight. Some people might be 12. Somebody else might be two. And it's, it doesn't one person's, you know, time on their phone doesn't reflect what another person should do. It's very, very individualized. And what was nice is after that, either so there were there were really three other people that I was kind of pointing that message at and of those uh, two of them one of them spoke after I did and she kind of you know, reiterated the same message and then the other person came up to me and she's like I really struggle with that and I look you know and I looked at this person I was like we all have at some point um, but that's that's the thing that needs to be talked about it's not it's not the devices themselves. It's how we are perceiving. Cause it's funny when people do the comparison trap, because a lot of times if you say what you think I'm about because of something you see on Instagram, that's your perception. And a lot of times that's going to be wrong. Like that's not even going to be in the ballpark. And oh, it's like text that you, inf you inflict it with your own tone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think when I was talking about in terms of, of working, I mean, I, I look at people. So, so what I do for a living has absolutely nothing to do with my phone. Right. Um, and, and even if you look at, say somebody who is a nurse, I have a, I have a very good friend of mine's a nurse and, and she's an amazing nurse. And then somebody doesn't come in for their shift. So then she works back an extra four hours. She has children you know, it's the kids' book parade. It's so the so you know we we are now living in a world where women went from not working to working part time to working full time, to now also dealing with uh, social media, which shows all the great aspects of our lives and not the losing our sanity at three in the morning. Um, and I think that it's just I I, I think that it there is overwhelming pressure, and I, I think it's very easy that we blame our phones for it. Yes. But, you know, a, a lot of it is self-monitoring and and I have, uh, you're well aware that I've chosen at times what I will share and what I won't share. And, and what I will tell you, Daryl, is that I actually, 
not long before we spoke today, basically got told that, uh, you know, there, there are people in my, my personal life that think that I overshare, um, <laughs> which I find so funny. Um, and, and I think in the past I have been guilty of oversharing and, and I think that's also made me very aware of what I'm willing to have out there and, and what I'm not. But um, I was really, really hurt by the comment, um, which I didn't let on. Um, but I sort of said, well, you know, people are choosing to watch it. Yeah. If you think it's ridiculous, choose to not watch it. And um, and I and I think that it's just natural that the you know the the, the people that love us most uh, also find find fault with us most as well. But um, it was very hard. It was very hard for me to actually then decide to do a podcast with you, yeah. <laughs> because I went through the whole in my head. I went, oh, maybe I shouldn't do so many Instagram stories. And then I thought, well, actually, I only do Instagram stories once a week now. Like, I literally, unless there's something that I think is really important and that I want to talk about, I do Instagram stories to to talk about our podcast, um, our Tuesday podcast. And so, yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard to work out how much is too much. Um, is it too much of social media? Am I filtering myself too much on social media? Am I not filtering myself enough on social media? Am I... You know, and, and it's it's actually everything that I'm just thinking and saying out loud. I'm using the word social media, Daryl, but it has nothing to do with social media. It's me. It's me in my real life going, but, oh, gosh, did I hurt someone's feelings? Did I talk too much? What are they going to think of me? Oh, no, what if they say this? What if they say that? You know what? What if they say whatever they want? What if they say whatever they want? You know, I, I think we use social media as an easy escape just like we used to use rock music there always needs to be a villain yeah we always need to have something to blame and i know a guy who was in the weight loss community and his relationship and his life struggled because of it because it is a very, uh, you yourself has spoken about the fact that it's gender-based imbalanced, really. Mm-hmm. And um, and he basically, a year ago, went, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. My relationship, my life means more than all of this. And he's never looked back. And that's great. That worked for him. I mean, me, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm never going to be that person going, I'm going on hiatus because I know the hiatus would be like, yeah, so uh, 15 minutes later. <laughs> um, be you know, and I, I think that it, it comes back to do you, know you, work out what makes you tick and what you want and make social media work to that advantage and, and to bring out the best in you. And and I'm going to be honest, sometimes it doesn't bring out the best of me and sometimes I roll my eyes so much that I'm surprised they're still in my head. But, but then I'm also choosing, <laughs> you know, that's self-inflicted pain. Um, you know, just like when somebody unfollows you and then watches your stories every day, you know. That is, that pain that is the weird, that, that's the weirdest thing. It's like. Oh, it makes me laugh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it makes um, me laugh. I'm just like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I see you there. I see you lurking. <laughs> that would be the perfect ringtone, that laugh you just did. That, that would be absolutely <laughs> fabulous. Um, I, I think, and, and this is one space where, like, this is where I've, I've really been fortunate because one, um, I mean, my family is pretty small. So my immediate family, <laughs> you know, my, my wife supports all this stuff and, you know, social media, like weight loss is a heck of a lot easier when your spouse is on board with what it is that you're doing. Um, you know, and, and then like my family outside of that, um, like my parents and my aunts, uncles and cousins, they're either on social media or they're confused by it. And they're like, you just do stuff on your phone. Great. Um, and, you know, so like, I don't get people coming up and saying, Hey, you're, you're oversharing or, you know, you're on that too much. And I think a lot of it does have to do with the environment you're in. So when we talk about things that it's, it's, 
you know, you have to set personal boundaries and you have to, to take ownership in this in your, yourself. It's true. And that's hard to do on its own, but it's a whole nother, it, it's a whole nother thing when you've got people that are close to you saying you're sharing too much, you're posting too much. Why are you doing this? You're putting, why, why is this going out there? So yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's a very hard thing. I just, I think if we're really wanting to get to the bottom of it, that it, it has more to do it's more of a reflection of your situation than, and, and your thought process as an individual than what it is as far as the device itself. So, yeah, no, I would agree. And, and I think that it also comes back to that their opinions of you say more about them than they do of you. Absolutely. You know, and, um, and I, you know, I think that I, I've, I've said this to you before, I, I'm at a stage in my life where I am 36 years old. I am not perfect, but I'm also comfortable with who I am. I think that I do wrong by some people, but that I do right by a hell of a lot more than I do wrong. I think we all unintentionally or intentionally do wrong by people in our lives. I think that I am not one to... Inst- I, I'm not one, it's not my go-to to say nasty things about people but that given if I had to pick a negative trait about myself occasionally I can be a little bit indifferent and particularly if it's somebody that I feel has wronged me in some way, I'm a bit indifferent and and we all know indifference and coldness is, is worse than somebody that's screaming at you yes. and um, you know and, and i will own that. I will own my faults as much as I own the things that I really like about myself because at the end of the day, I'm, I'm the one that has to live with me, right? <laughs> I'm the one that has to live with me. And I was actually having this conversation today um, with, with the, sweet, the sweet girl that works on reception. I've talked about her before. And we were talking about bodies and and plastic surgery and and she was saying she'd contemplated you know changes to her body and and that a family member had said to her but your boyfriend likes you the way you are and I said to her okay no 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 okay we're gonna, we're gonna stop right there because you are 24 years old and as much as I think he's lovely and I think you guys together are lovely I also think that uh not a lot of 24 year olds necessarily end up with the person that they're with when they're 24 forever any decision that you make about your body has to do with how you feel about your body. And she went, yeah, <laughs> I went, it, it does. I said, and if you think that doing that to your body or making those changes is going to make you feel more comfortable in your skin, that is your decision. I would suggest talking to a professional about it as in a psychologist before you do it. I said, but apart from that, that's your choice, your body. It has nothing to do with him. And she's she's like, that's what I was thinking, but I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's little sister syndrome. We never say it. <laughs> that's funny. And, and, and that's what it's about. At the end of the day, you've got to live with you. And I've got to live with me. And I've got to live with the fact that I've said things on social media that may have been more than I should have but I I also am very well aware of how much I could have shared that I didn't share yeah and and I'm also really okay with that and this is our Thursday 10 that's gone for 53 minutes we are (laughs) well you know I, I think we've learned a few we've learned a few valuable things that we just we don't put time limits on our on our conversation I think that's silly um, yeah, I think the Thursday 10 has been and gone. I think it's going to be called Thursday Thoughts or something like that. Oh, that actually could work, yeah. Yeah, or what else? <laughs> yeah, we could come up with something. We, you know, the funny <laughs> thing is, is like, it's funny because it's people will say that, like, well, I'd start a podcast, but I don't know what to call it. Just call it, I, I mean, you know, you and I, so for my podcast, we talk once a week. You're Rachel. I'm Daryl. Hey, let's come up with a title from that. Okay, cool. (laughs) How do we differentiate the episodes? Let's put the date after it. There you go. (laughs) We're done. 
<laughs> I mean, it's it's funny because I what and what the what the episodes that you and I do have really taught me is that there are people that that just really like that they are genuinely interested in our thoughts and our lives and you know they don't care what the title is and like the amazing Willie Gillis yes 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 (laughs) oh my gosh I think I think we should call him Willie Amazing Gillis so then we can just call him Wag for short oh I'm down (laughs) you're back he's uh he's apparently if you're listening, listening, Mr. Gillis, he's supposedly having a podcast come out today. Is he? He's supposed to be. And I said, he's just, he's I, just a naturally cool what's guy. He's just a really cool he guy. Is. You know, there's people that are naturally cool. I'm not naturally cool. I'm like, you try to be cool, right? I don't, don't try. No, I stopped trying after about 25. I just sort of realized it was never going to happen. Good. Oh, funny. <laughs> But he's just naturally cool, and I just sort of like. I feel like if I met him in person, I'd be like, "I want to be cool too." Well, <laughs> maybe that'll happen one day. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> wow! We did another almost hour-long podcast. Look at us. <laughs> very infamously the last thing I said before I started podcasting with you was I'll be back in 10 minutes <laughs> that's going to be a fun conversation 10 minutes huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny funny alright <laughs> right. well I guess are, are we gonna, should we, should we give like a we question of the week I, I think we should give a question of the week I and and I, I think I will throw this up to you. It is your show, so you can do whatever you want. Well, um, see, I always develop the questions on your show. You don't I always. Think... No, you don't always develop. We we do this together, Rachel. That's how this is. Like it's not okay. I usually fine tune the question. <laughs> that, that's probably true, because if there's anything that describes me, it's verbal vomit. <laughs> so I throw out the verbal vomit, and you clean it up. Sometimes that that is absolutely accurate. Um, I think you're making me clean up. You mentioned (laughs) you mentioned how people would um, give very specific compliments to people that they know, Uh, like real (laughs) genuine, genuine compliments. I think that we should challenge anybody that listens to this to DM people that they know genuine compliments. Like it doesn't have to be put on the story. We don't have to be tagged, but just you know. Say something very thoughtful and very specific for people that you know, and you could do it for one person or you could do it for 25 people, whatever. I like that. So maybe on Tuesdays we have questions, but on Thursdays we have tasks. What are you, you're trying to form, like, we're just, we're giving, we're giving our listeners something to do. It doesn't have to be formal. Rachel, why, why would we, you saw what happened when we tried to formalize something. We're going to do a 10 minute podcast. No. So you're so mean today. No, no, no. <laughs> he made me the cleaner. No, and then you no, accused me no. of formalizing. No, you basically I... like threw it in my face that I've never been cool. Like I didn't already know that. Oh Darryl. my gosh. <laughs> What's funny is I love when you get I, I think it's hilarious when you get sarcastic like this and I, I now know Falsely when you're just indignant. completely uh yeah, I rolled my eyes at you just now, but in a very endearing way. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I think, okay, if you want, if we want to give them a Thursday task. We don't although, have to give them a Thursday task, all right? We're just going to tell people to to genuinely compliment someone specifically yeah. that that they care about. Or even, even somebody that you don't even maybe know that well, but you, you still want to compliment them on, on something that you've experienced through your time with them. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. <coughs> Should we go for another minute and just make this a, a full hour? Well, we could. I mean, by the time we say goodbye, it's like... yeah, yeah. I, I guess we were going to do a ten-minute podcast. Oh, that's so funny. What were we thinking? 
So what you doing later? <laughs> <laughs> Not another podcast. I'm kidding. Actually, no. no we'll. Um, but I, I like this. I'm. I'm glad that you are going to start doing your podcast. I'm glad that you're going to have guests because I think eventually, after a few guests, you're going to be like, "Hey, I probably can do this on my own," and you'll be able to. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, look, there are things that I feel very passionate about passionately about that i would like to talk about so i will get there i will get there. how are you going to organize these are you just going to like have a list of topics or you're just going to talk about things as as they kind of come up oh i'm always better off the cuff i think that's the way to do it takes a lot of the pressure off yeah exactly exactly all right my friend well, thank you so much for joining me for 10 minutes. Time and another. <laughs> 10 minutes times six. That could be the title of it. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I love doing this and you're, it, you're becoming very comfortable doing the podcast and hosting the podcast. I think you did a wonderful job and I'm looking forward to doing this on Thursdays now. There you go. Things can only get better. <laughs> That's right. You I'm on what? my end. You, you're That's no, 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 no. I think that is that should actually be the title of this episode, or or the notes on this episode. It could be the, the <laughs> Thursday ten, and then it's an hour long, and then the, <laughs> the notes should just be things could only can only get better. I think That's, that's great. So, <laughs> but yes, thank you for having me, and yeah, take care. You do the same. Talk to you soon. <laughs>